It's Pi Augustine, your Division One candidate for Ipswich. My plan is for a community that is vibrant and attracts world investment, a community that is connected with the state-of-the-art transport system, a community that cares for our people and environment at a time of need. Division One needs a councillor that has the energy and motivation to get things done. A community champion. Find out more about me on my Facebook page, Pi Augustine for Division One. This ad was approved by Pi Augustine candidate. Ipswich deserves strong and stable leadership you know you can trust. I'm Mayor Teresa Harding, and as your Mayor, Ipswich is once again a city that businesses are proud to invest in and families love to call home. To keep our city moving forward, I'm committed to reducing cost of living pressures, expanding our road and transport networks, delivering more for our suburbs, and boosting investment in grassroots sports in our community. So vote one Teresa Harding for Mayor for sustainable growth for Ipswich. Authorised by T Harding, 264 South Station Road, Raceview. Coming up, Lappers rejoice with recent events drawing big crowds to Ipswich Central. New waste transfer station location to replace Riverview. Don't get swooped by the Magpies. Exit 32 closed for six months. Ipswich Tribune v Teresa Harding and Galvanised Festival about to start. Walter Williams and Ashley Mack join me for another yarn over the back fence. It's Monday, August 21, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Walter Williams has called Ipswich home for 32 years and you will know his voice on many TV and radio ads and he was previously heard doing his own show on QFM, 4BH, Star FM, River and 4BC. Welcome, Walter. Thank you, mate. I sit in a small room and talk to myself. And Ashley Mack was born in Ipswich and growing up in Ebervale hasn't affected him at all. Well, not very much. Except I'm really depressed because... The house I grew up in is for sale, and I reckon they're going to knock it down. Oh no! Oh no! How depressing no. is that? Let, let me finish. Yeah. But let me finish my spiel okay. for you, Ash. Uh, okay. You're the first voice on QFM in 1990. You're still a media tart, and you own a small business serving great coffee at St Andrews. So officially, welcome, Ash. Thank you, my friend. It's wonderful to be here. Well, before we get into what we were going to talk about, uh, what's the deal with the house? Oh, I just noticed that, you know, you do the search around on on uh, realestate.com and mm-hmm. I thought, gee, that house looks familiar. And then I realised, holy dooly, that's the house I grew up in with <laughs> mum and dad, right? And Mrs. Doby's house mm-hmm. next door, they're being sold as a, a packet. I don't know if you've noticed down at Ebervale, they've knocked down a whole heap of houses and they're building uh, commercial stuff across the road near the glider, the old Glideway. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I know I what you mean. Opposite yep. the Glideway, across the road. I'll uh, check it out okay. next time I'm uh, cruising along Brisbane Road there. It's the one that looks like it needs a paint. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, talking about... Same thing happened to me years ago in Townsville. Um, Our family home just got obliterated and turned into a block of units. And it's it's sad, mate. It's a sad day. I feel for you, Ash. Uh, People got to live somewhere. Hey, listen, while we're talking about cruising, let's talk about lappers because it has been uh, a topic of conversation over social media of late with those organised private events, which really went off like a frog in a sock from what I can see. Now, Council Mm. has the subject listed as a notice of motion at this week's Council meeting, so I guess we'll hear what that's all about on Thursday. But not everyone loves the noise, especially local residents. Well, are you classified as local for lappers? 
Oh, yes. I I can hear them all lapping uh, constantly. But I tell you what, ever since the 40K limits come in, I have noticed that it is a little quieter in uh, the region, which is good in the CBD. Fantastic. Thank you, Council. Actually, uh, Main Roads Department for that. Main Roads and Council officers got together to come up with the 40K speed limit. So you, you think it's working? Mm. Mm, okay. Ash? Well, I have a, oh, yeah. I have a confession. As you know, I grew up in this town and my first car was an old E.H. Holden. And I lapped. At 17 years old, I used to do the Saturday morning thing. You know, you'd pull up at Crib and Foot's car, uh, bus depot there and you'd pick up your girlfriend and then you'd do your laps around the block. And the other thing that we used to do is when we got down to the intersection of East Street and, and Brisbane Street, we, yeah, we if there were like four of us in the car, the trick was we had to all get out and change seats before the light turned green. <laughs> so you'd be jumping out and oh, jumping yes. in the back seat and the mate would take over driving. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sort of thing we used to get out. They don't do that. Just, just like an episode of Happy Days. Exactly. <laughs> well, you were going to say something as well. Yeah, actual former lapper myself too when it comes to uh, the old hometown. But um, the only thing that I have a problem with is is the people who just sit there and rev the guts out of their engines in the, and then take off at crazy speeds uh, in restricted speed zones. So... Can we put an end to that? That'd be good. Everyone loves a lap, but you do that, you cruise. That's what lapping's about. It's not about trying to be the loudest or the 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 fastest. It's just, it's a show and shine kind of moment, isn't You'd it? have to be a little bit silly, though, because the, that street is absolutely chocker with cameras. <laughs> so yeah, yeah well, that, and that's the other thing I wanted to say is I, I think we should have a, a little bet here with uh, our um, over-the-back fence. Who's going to be the first to get a ticket? Out of the three of us. <laughs> Out of the three of us. <laughs> so far, so good. That's why I go Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yes. Touch wood. Let's talk about <laughs> the businesses uh, along the lapping streets, particularly the top of town. I've, and the photos were fantastic with people outside the, the hotels and cafes. But do all businesses like the lappers? What do you think, Ash? Well, I, I don't see – look, any, any cash flow is good cash flow. We need to get people back into town if it's working. I've got no problem with it as long as everybody's insured and we don't run over any little old ladies. Mm. Walter? Mm. Well, there's a real culture around it too, which is a, a good thing. You look at Ungerman Brothers with their 50-style diner and then you've got the retro diner across the road. Uh, there, there's that kind of culture that comes with the, the cars that are all um, – Beautifully restored in a lot of cases. Some of these are classics, not plastics. And uh, and I think part of that is the clothing, the food, the fashion, everything. So it's all wrapped up in a nutshell. Well, I'll give the lappers the thumbs up, although I do know a couple of local residents who absolutely hate it simply because of the noise. Probably not young mm. people. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to something else. Uh, Ipswich City Council has released a fair bit of information about this. A site for a new waste transfer station and animal pound may not on the surface be the most exciting news, but for people who try and get into Riverview to dump their rubbish and uh, get rid of stuff, it'll be great news. Uh, It can be such a huge queue. Oh, incredible. Facebook is good for that because what happens is if you – I think there's an unwritten rule these days that if you're in a long line, you actually post it on Facebook and say, hey, this is the line. You take a picture of the line when you're sitting in the traffic (laughs) and other people know not to go down. But don't go down on a Saturday morning. It's ridiculous. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Walter, do you uh, frequent the tip? 
No, no, I don't even have a trailer or a tow bar or a bull bar or anything of that on my, added to my car. It's just a regular car, and I leave that up to the uh, the whole process that takes place out the front every Monday morning with the rubbish, with whether the it be the, yeah. the, re- the recycling of the vegetation bin or the regular bin. It's going to be a much bigger site, and the council also plans to move the pound from uh, West Ipswich, which, as you know, is a prime flooding spot. So that'll be high and dry if it moves over there as well. So uh, all in all, I think this is a good move. It's been many years coming. I know the previously elected council had been looking at it and it was only a matter of time and looks like it's uh, finally going to happen. Do you know what would Mm. be really good, though? In Mackay, I was on the board of a thing called the Pioneer Employment Service where we helped people who were disadvantaged and and intellectually, intellectually... challenged people to get jobs. And one of the things we set up was in conjunction with the dump, you had to, when you drove through, they would go through your stuff and pull out things that could be recycled. Ah, and for we a tip shop. had a shop. Yeah. Mm, mm. Now, the old days, you'd go down the dump and you'd go scavenging when you are a kid. But this, you know, basically you pull the stuff out of the trailers and sell it and you could buy bike frames and stuff and do bikes up for your kids and all that sort of – it worked Mm. really well. It would be nice to see them do something like that here. Well, it is on the plans, so let's hope the uh, the tip shop does come up. I've uh, frequented the Lockyer Valley tip shop. Uh, mm-hmm. which is also run by a charity out there at uh, Gatton because that's also mm-hmm. a, a place where you can take your mm. containers for change. But no, it, it is a great setup out there at Gatton. So if Ipswich can do half as good a job, mm. it's, a, it's going to be a winner. Spring has sprung, gentlemen. Don't get swooped. Magpies, <laughs> be on the your best alert for swooping magpies. And I think as kids, we've all been swooped, whether it's at school, on the way to and from school. What's your worst swooping story, Ash? Oh, well, we were driving We were driving past Bendamba School only probably two weeks ago and watched this poor bloke on a bike being swooped by a magpie, right, as, as he's riding the bike on the footpath. Well, poor bugger. But if my, we won't get swooped here. My wife has um, Maggie. Maggie is the... Um, and it cost me a fortune in those worm things. I think they're 80 bucks a bag or something. No, seriously, she, she orders these, these worms just through the mail and she feeds them every day outside. But they're very tame and they actually eat out of her hands. They're so great. that stops swoop. swooping, I, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Mm. Walt? I just mow the lawn every fortnight and they eat the worms out of the grass and the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. They're, it's they're, a lot cheaper. Lot cheaper. <laughs> Butcher birds are great for that too. Yeah, out here. Yeah. <laughs> they say that you know these will only swoop about 150 meters, according to the deputy mayor Milligan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've been in a situation where those little buggers will swoop and swoop until you are off their block. Yeah. No, when they, when they get the bug, they're very persistent. Why do you think Alan and I've mm. got no hair? <laughs> I wished I'd um, put a copyright on those helmets with the spikes sticking up because I thought of that idea years ago, but I never put it into fruition. They're zip ties. Yeah, now, yeah, we, they use zip ties, but they're a professionally made helmets now the kids wear that have the spikes on top so that they won't land on them. Oh, I haven't seen those. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it can be very scary for little kids and big kids as well, for that matter, especially when they 
sneak up on you unawares. I've been swooped mm. while on the motorbike. That's an interesting experience. I oh. hear the tap tap on the helmet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but talking to experts about mm. swooping magpies, I had one on the show last year, and you can become friends with magpies, but the trick is, I think, to make friends with them before the breeding season. Uh, and they bring so their families around. They certainly mm. do. They certainly do. Uh, we've got a couple of regulars here, so there's no sign of swooping yet, but you you can tell when they've got babies and eggs because they just get a little bit more keeping an eye on you, following you. Yeah. But yeah. so far yeah. this season, we've avoided the swoop, and hopefully we can continue to do that. If you could only train a, bl- a plover. <laughs> oh, you can never train a plover. Never, ever. <laughs> Here's a community service announcement. The Centenary Highway at Exit 32 closed for six months. Now, that's a scary headline. That's, what are they doing down there? It's all about the Springfield Greenbank arterial going to four lanes through that area, uh, and it's also improving the exit off the highway. So it's a bit of a a teamwork there from state government and local government. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're claiming it's closed for six months to fast track it. So let's hope they don't go over six months. Otherwise, their Mm. fast track timeline will be blown. But all Mm. in all, a much needed uh, improvement at that exit because, as you know, population growth, more traffic, people people going to the train station. So it can't come soon enough. No, they'll end up with four lanes, as you say, you know, two left, two right, and they need that. At the moment, it's a single. It's just it's a joke. Yep. It's just bottlenecks. It was left to go a bit too long, but better late than never. Let's mm. do our own version of Media Watch. Mm-hmm. And my subject mm-hmm. today, gentlemen, is the Ipswich Tribune versus Teresa Harding. Now, if you've been following along at home, there's mm-hmm. been a uh, an ongoing bit of biffo between the Tribune and the Mayor over various claims and counterclaims, and the Press Council, which is the adjudicating uh, body mm. over a news reporting, has come out mostly in favour of Theresa Harding with a ruling. And I'll put a link in the show notes so you can mm. read that and make your own decision. I'm going to mention this right now, uh, Walt Nash, that traditional advice has been not to launch World War Three with your local media, but have times changed with social media? Is, is, is that why we're seeing this? I just go to Twitter and find out what they're doing there. They're, yeah, you're right. The rules have changed. It used to be we we would tread tread lightly with the media, but these days you can do anything. Look at Trump. You know, there was a rule uh, many years ago. You'd never win an argument with the Courier Mail, simply because of the circulation mm. at the time. And mm. to a degree, uh, the Courier Mail still influences other media's agenda. Uh, even uh, though it's been its its influence has been diluted somewhat, but the gloves are off now between the mayor and the Tribune. Uh, who knows where that's going to end up, especially with an election looming in March? Like, is it, you, do you have to win the argument, or is it as long as they spell your name right, you're getting the publicity and people don't remember anyway? You might have a point there, Ash. Walt. Mm. Oh, it's like they say, you know, opinions are like bums. Everyone's got one, <laughs> and, and now they all have a, a they all have a way to voice it through social media. <laughs> okay, we'll leave the the mayor and the Tribune there, and we'll see what happens the rest of the year. The Galvanised Festival's coming up. It's the third year. There is a lot happening. Will you be going to any of the events, Walt? You've got some good stuff happening in Tilma Place. Oh yeah, it, I love going up there. 
Tulna Place always has something good going on. Let's let's face it. Uh, I was at the uh, handcrafted markets the other weekend, and uh, I would love to get. The, but it is on Father's Day that they're hel- they're having the big one with the beards and the bikes and everything. And my children usually want to organise something away from that. But um, you'd be right at home there, Alan, with that look. I'm seriously thinking of nominating. This would be called the Golby Look. And if you go on the website and have a look, they've got a couple of uh, famous Ipswich fathers there. Mr. Golby had a, a beard very similar to mine. And I didn't even realise it until I looked at the website. You know, one of the yeah. things we need to do, though, is to whoever put it together, the Ipswich Festival's website, when you open it up, has video running at the at the start yeah, no, on galvanised and this. It is really well done. So whoever did that, pat mm. on the back, that's fantastic. So if you're looking for lots to do, check out galvanised, ipswichfestivals.com.au. Time for some reminiscing. Walter, you've suggested Swift's Sports Club. Well, they, they would have live bands at the sports club. And I remember once catching the wonderful Tommy and Phil Emanuel playing together. Phil no longer with us, sadly. But uh, it was just an... Uh, a fantastic concert at Swift's Sports Club that I'll never forget because these guys are absolute geniuses uh, at, you know, the whole finger technique on the guitars. At worldwide, world-class, these uh, those two, Tommy and Phil, um, and both ranked in our top 20 uh, guitarists in Australia. But it just reminds me how many good things they used to have at the club, and now I, I was walking past this morning and looking at it again, Uh, as I did my walk around Cameron Park, and I thought, what a shame we've got this facility, this uh, in the centre of Bevel there, that's sitting vacant and useless at the moment. And I just thought, maybe there's things we could do with it to help people who are, at the moment, um, finding themselves through uh, no fault of their own in a lot of cases, uh, homeless or whatever. Could, mm. could, I know we can't put them in the, the club because the club's got a, a big issue with asbestos, etc. It has to be demolished, essentially, from what I understand. Is there something they're going to do with that land there or what? Oh, there was a lot of toing and froing between councils selling it and not selling it. And to be honest, mm. I just can't recall where it's up to. How about I take that on notice and we'll resolve uh, that for next month? I'm a great believer that we need mm. to keep the green space there. I'd love to yes. see it just demolished and turned into the rest of the Cameron Park because Cameron Park does well, have some great memories for me because at the QCWA Hall, I had my seventh birthday party. <laughs> oh. And they've tied it up the old hall. It looks good. They put a new look of paint on it. It looks good. I was also – now, brace yourself for this one. Brace yourself for this one. I was a child model when the QCWA used to put on their little fashion shows. Oh, Wow. I was so cute. You were cute once. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah. It's all gone. It's all gone. Not now. (laughs) (laughs) Our best days are behind us, aren't they? Yeah. I want to do a shout out to Michael Crutcher, who was a former editor of the Courier Mail, and Jordan MacDonald, who works with him at uh, 55 Comms in Brisbane. They have Mm. a great weekly podcast called Sourced, and it's all about the art of engaging audiences so if you like that sort of thing can i recommend you subscribe to the sourced i have it on my must listen round of podcasts each week so uh, add it to your favorites man i was gonna say can you put a link in the notes i will do that let's talk sport we haven't done sport for a couple of months on uh, over the back fence the ipswich force 
are the men's NBL1 North champions. I've been out of the loop a little bit of uh, local basketball. So the NBL1 North champions, well done to the force. It was a three-game series and they claimed their first state title in club history against the reigning champions, the Gold Coast Rollers. We beat the Gold oh, Coast. Oh, good one. Oh, I've got to beat the Gold Coast. But don't blame yourself for being out of the loop, though, because I reckon I know what's causing, causing that. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the Tillies. I don't know if you noticed, the Tillies were so big, no one got a mention. They mm-hmm. just soaked up all the media and there were so many good stories True. you had to go looking for to see who won the you know, the, the, the netball in South, in South Africa and a whole heap of other teams winning. Exactly. You, missed, you missed out on hearing it because the Tillies took all the, all the media. Yeah. And, and it's we've a- even got the Boomers playing at the moment. You're talking basketball. They're doing great things. They beat the French the other day. Uh, Aussie Boomers. No wow. matter how bad the French were behaving. <laughs> but, uh. It's been a good while for me since I've been to a game at Bundamba, but it was always exciting. I, I must get my skates on and get back there. Which reminds me, Alan, how much is corn these days? A buck in a year? <laughs> <laughs> Are you putting some material together for Stitch and the Switch? <laughs> Next day, use comedy that night, one. This Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> and, gentlemen, I want to finish off with some extra good news. Last month, we had on the show Rob from the Walkabout with Rob series mm. on YouTube. And because Rob very kindly shared our podcast, Last month's Over the Back Fence was one of the most listened to episodes of Ipswich Today. So I've got to say thanks to Rob, the YouTube oh, guy, so, Rob. with yeah. his Walkabout series. Oh, does a great job, that boy. And on that happy note, we'll get on with our day. Thanks for joining the show, guys. Thanks, Ash. See you next week. And bye, thank bye. you, Walter. Thank you, Al. And congrats to everyone. My shout-out is for the Ipswich PNC at Ippy East uh, for their show and shine on the weekend. That wraps up another Ipswich Today. Don't forget to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.